Blog Talk Radio. I hear a lot of talk about old-time great fighters. I hear people say that Joe Lewis, Jack Dempsey, Jack Johnson, Jim Jeffries, and all of them would have annihilated the likes of myself, Muhammad Ali. After watching these films, watching their opponents, watching their styles, watching how they fought, watching the footwork and their speed, it may come as a shock to you, but I say that I would have beat every heavyweight that ever lived before me. Joe's gonna come out smoking, and I ain't gonna be joking. I'll be pecking and a-poking, pouring water on his smoking. Then this might shock and amaze you, but I will destroy Joe Frazier. I'm knocking out all bones. And if you get too small, I'll knock you out. Cameraman, everybody follows me, I'm so great. He will go in eight to prove that I am great. And if he wanna go to heaven, I'll get him in seven. He'll be in the worst of fix if I cut it to six. And if he keeps talking jive, I'll cut it to five. Hey, I'm the king of the world. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Hold it, hold it. You're not that great. I'm a bad man. I don't want time it is. It's time for the majority of decisions coming to you live from the great state of Texas, right here on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Greg the Truth. Close of the show with Black Bell, Mr. Fayaz. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Give you an opportunity to follow us on Twitter at Majority MMA. Like us on Facebook, the Majority Decision. And check us out on your podcast subscribing, whatever it is you have to subscribe to the podcast, just go ahead and do it. Um, it really helps us out on the show, helps us out uh, on our download numbers, and it helps you out. I get you the show every time a new one drops in. It's finally here, less than 24 hours away, USC 200. Let's jump right into the big news of the week, the big disappointing news came out late Wednesday night, and that is that John Jones was removed from the main event of USC 200 because of a potential drug test violation. This is, he's facing a two-year suspension. His B-test came back positive. Man, can this guy come back from yet another enormous setback. Man, I don't even know what to think about that dude anymore, man. <laughs> well, we really don't know what it is. I think they had his B sample tested too, but I, I guess they don't even know what it is, do they? Uh, they do. It just hasn't been released to the... Uh, it hasn't been released to the to the public in terms of what the actual substance was. Uh, from what I understand, what I'm hearing, it was a CED, quote unquote. Um, 
know, as far as like what it was exactly, I, um, I don't think that's out yet. But both both tests, the A and the B sample, both came back hot. Uh, he's pretty much going to be stuck with probably a minimum two year two year suspension. That'd be my guess. Yeah, I, you know, plus time served, which is none. So uh, yeah, I don't I don't know what uh, I I don't know what it is, what exactly it took or anything like that. But uh, it seems like uh, they're chalking it up to being performance enhancing. It had something to do. I watched one of Dana White's press pressers on that. It had something to do. Um, with the way the sample came back or something like that, they know that uh, they don't think it was a recreational drug, but more or less a performance enhancer. So it looks like Anderson Silva has stepped up to uh, take the fight. Man, I uh, i mean, at the end of the day, he's still Anderson Silva, even if he hasn't been training, right? Um. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he's 41-year-old Anderson Silva. Yeah. Trying to fight a heavyweight, basically. Yeah. Or a guy who used to be a heavyweight, at least. Right. I don't like this matchup for Anderson at all. I don't, I don't <laughs> like this matchup for him at all. I think... Hey, the guy's uh, getting old. He wants exciting fights. He's trying to save the card. Props to him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If, if I mean, I, all the him, credit in the world. Yeah, I mean, for him, like, because remember, he was gonna fight two, three months ago, and then he had he had to have gallbladder surgery like two, three days before the fight. He hasn't trained at all, right? He probably he probably walks around at that weight, and uh, the way the negotiation went down is, it's a three round fight, uh, but it's still uh, it's still for a title. No, it's not. It's not a title fight. You sure? Yeah. I think it's yeah. a strap. Because what? If, uh, I mean, that'd be stupid for it not to be a title fight. What if he beats Daniel Cormier? Then he just beats him. Yeah, it's. it's that doesn't even it's, make it's any sense. It's not a title fight. So, but in either case, Daniel Cormier gets paid. You know what I mean? That 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 was the big thing, right? He was gonna miss out on a lot of money if he didn't get the fight. So, at least he gets paid. Yeah, I mean that's always an interesting point to me. You know, you get uh, yeah confirmation on that. No, it's not. A, it's, it's not a title fight. But it is not a title. You know, fight. I must have mis- misunderstood what he was saying then. But, yeah, I guess but, that's. Uh, uh, Anyway, you know the whole the whole pay thing. You know, when a guy pulls out of a fight because of an injury or a uh, you know a, a drug related issue or whatever potential drug related issue, you know they they miss out on the money, but their opponent misses out on the money. Uh, you know, in some cases, I think the the UFC goes ahead and 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 pays pays the guys, um, but uh, you know when when you make a mistake like that, you're you know, you're not just letting yourself down. You're letting a lot of people down. And, 
but credit to Anderson Silva for stepping up and taking a very tough matchup for him, especially when, like yeah. you said, he basically hasn't been training. Uh, Anderson Silva, I think, has the magic that 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 can get get the fight done tomorrow night. I just don't. Yeah. I just don't know that. That's, Buddy, I just don't know hey, that that's going to happen. We've seen stranger things this year, haven't we? That's true. I mean, my, my, Michael Bisping on 11 days' notice knocked out Luke Rockhold. Yep. You know, Fabricio Verdum got knocked out. I mean, it wasn't a short notice fight, but he got knocked. I mean, we've we've seen a lot of titles change hands, and you know, not to mention last night included. I mean, that's uh, it's 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 been it's been kind of a crazy year, right? And if Anderson Silva wins this fight, then they have to do a rematch, just for the simple fact that Anderson Silva won and he's not the champ. Yeah, I think Anderson Silva wins. I think he'll get the dealer's choice. Either he wants to fight for a title at 85 or he wants to fight for the title at 205. Yeah. I think, I think that'll pretty much, oh, you know, the ball will kind I would of be agree in with court. that. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. I mean, why, why wouldn't you do that for him, right? I mean, yeah. you kind of have to at that point because he beat the champ. So... The way Tana explained it was it was going to be a uh, – Cormier wanted five rounds. Anderson said, no, I'll do three. Cormier said, all right, well, let's let's do a catch at 210 pounds. And and uh, Anderson's camp said, no, we're going to do 205. Because, you know, Anderson probably is going to walk right in at weight, right? That's probably where he walks around. He's probably not going to have to cut too much or anything like that. So, uh, now, um, you know, it, it'll still be a good fight. I'm kind of excited to see it, right? Daniel Cormier will still get paid. Good for him. Yeah, I'm absolutely excited to see it. I wish that Silva would have had an entire training camp to prepare for the fight. That would have made it a lot more intriguing. Um, Anderson ended up weighing 198. Cormier came in at I think one nine or not one ninety two zero four I think or something along those lines. Yeah. So they're not that they're not that too far apart weight wise, but you know again there's going to be a no power training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No training, yeah. no Big cardio. One. Yeah, and hit a mitt in two months. Yeah, I mean it's you know just uh, off subject completely. The Ultimate Fighter finale here. I didn't realize Tatiana Nunez was so much bigger than Amanda Cooper. And Amanda Cooper's a big 115er, so. So we're starting, we're starting to see some talent in this division. Yeah, definitely. It's it's coming up. Um, this this has been a good night of fights right here, the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, this, this main card has definitely delivered with some good fights, and some good finishes, and even the prelims did the same. Uh, Gray Maynard uh, had a had a very good fight on the preliminary card, back and forth. First round was absolutely insane against uh, Fernando Bruno. Really? But uh, yeah, this, there's been some good fights on this card. That's awesome. Definitely a good one for a free one. This is a good scrap right now. I mean, this is just a good fight. I mean, this is. Uh... I'm I'm hoping the main event's gonna be this good, man. You know? I could 
It's uh, it, it looks awesome, man. The women are coming along. These girls crazy. do not look like 115 pound fighters. You know, I'm I'm th- I'm thinking that uh, they're gonna have to open up a 125 pound women's division because some of these girls probably, you know, they they probably really struggle to make uh, to make 115 pounds. Yeah, Amanda makes, Cooper on the show. Sense. Amanda Cooper on the show to get to the final um, almost didn't make weight. Now, granted, they got to really? cut weight. They're doing that three times in six weeks. But she almost didn't make weight the last time. She had to go through a very strenuous dehydration process. She didn't make oh, weight on goodness, the scale. Oh my goodness! I think she's about to. What's uh, that? I thought she was about to pop her arm. Oh. Close. Yeah. That was close. So, in either case, good fights, man. It's just been a good week of fights. Let's talk about Eddie Alvarez, man. What a a performance. What a great job he did. I told you this on the text of closing out Dos Anjos. He got him in trouble, stayed with it. I I thought there for a second that uh, RDA was going to survive. But, uh, man, Alvarez just poured it on and poured it on, and finally the ref just saw enough, and it was it. Yeah, you know, um, RDA never went down, you know, props to him. But I think her her team was tired of seeing him getting bludgeoned on because that's what that was, man. I mean, just a lot of unanswered shots. Eddie Alvarez was hitting him hard and hitting him so clean. It was uh, it was a it was a great performance by Eddie Alvarez, man. He he came to win that fight, and you know that's what we talked about. That was how he was going to win that fight. RDA is known for taking it to his opponents, right? Well, Eddie Alvarez is known for the same thing. So basically, it comes down to who is going to be able to impose that quicker, and it looks like Eddie Alvarez got the better of that exchange. Yeah, great story for Eddie Alvarez. The guy has been a champion pretty much everywhere he's he's competed at, and uh, you know they they give him the moniker the King of the Underground. Uh, but uh, man, he he definitely deserves to be a world champion on this level. Always a great competitor and someone. Oh yeah. You know, he was one of those guys before he came to the UFC, and he's you know and keep in mind he's only this was only his fourth UFC fight. But, you know, this was a guy who a lot of people always said, you know, well, we'll see what happens when he gets to the UFC. You know, he's beating right. up all these guys in these lower-level competitions, and we'll see what happens, right? Well, man, he overcame the odds and and got the job done. Yeah, definitely, man. He, I mean, Eddie Alvarez, you know, for those who don't know, if you're just casual fans and you're a listener of our show – Eddie Alvarez has been around for a long, long time. And much like Robbie Lawler, I've been watching this guy fight forever and always been a fan, you know, and, you know, that, you know that's what people said about him. Hey, you know, what happens when he gets to, you know, where he's got to fight the best, the best of the best, you know. And, he sh- you, know, he, it, you know, he got his wins all the way up. And were they that impressive? No. But, uh, he, you know, he got the impressive win when it counted. Yeah, 
Yeah, definitely. Without question. What'd you think of the what'd you think of the judges call in the uh Roy Nelson and uh uh the Derek Lewis fight. The judges did you not like the judges call in that fight? <laughs> I was feeling like Roy Nelson won, he even you know, and, and I take Derek Lewis to win. I was rooting for Derek Lewis, but I was thinking Roy Nelson got. Uh, it's like I was thinking he won the second and the third. Yeah, but I guess the significant strikes difference, you know, statistically was way in Derek Lewis's favor, but it just seemed like Roy Nelson kind of controlled that fight uh, with the with the clinch and the ground groundwork. Yeah, I thought if it went three rounds that, uh, you know, definitely Roy would get it. It was still a uh, – I mean, it was still it, it was still close. But you never know how – you know, you never know how they scored the rest of the fight on that deal. So, I don't know. You know, I guess, I guess you, you want to see the newer guys, you know, come up and win, you know – this and that, but from all I see really out of Derek Lewis is, you know, he's just, uh, he's just a heavy hitter. Yeah, and he, and uh, Roy Nelson definitely, again, showing that that guy can take a punch like nobody else. Yeah. Uh, because Lewis landed some pretty stiff shots, especially in the first round when he was still fresh. And, uh, I don't think he didn't he didn't wobble Roy. I don't think one time. Uh, like you said, no. Derek Lewis brings some heavy, heavy hands. Yeah, he brings some heavy hands. But you know what else does what else do you think Derek Lewis you know brings to the table? Yeah, and that, you know and that's that's going to become more evident now that he's going to be in the top ten. You know, right. as a young fighter coming up, he's going to have to add to that toolbox. Otherwise, he's going to get exposed um, because, by these more well-rounded because, guys. I mean, look at the look at look at the last look at the last three champs, right? How good they were, you know, at at everything. How ridiculous their cardio was. How agile yeah. they moved for being heavyweights, right? Cain Velasquez. Fabricio Ferdum, and now you know Stipe. I mean, look look how look at the way these guys move for heavyweights, right? If you're just you're just a big guy coming in with heavy hands, you know that's that's not going to be enough to beat you know to beat your top five guys in that division. Let's move over to UFC 200. It's got about. A little more than 10 minutes left in the show. We want to make sure we get some good thoughts and predictions on the big UFC 200. Uh, right off the bat, you know, when all the stuff went down with, uh, with John Jones, they originally announced that they were bumping Mark Hunt and Brock Lesnar up to the, up to the top of the card. But uh, I guess common sense prevailed, and they moved right. uh, Misha Tate and Amanda Nunes to the top of the card. I think that was the right call. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm gonna. I do agree with that. I was uh, talking with a friend of mine about that, and he said, you know, at least give Misha a chance, or you know, put one. Of, you got you got two other straps on the line. You got to put one of them in the main event, 
right? If you know, and this was at the time where it didn't look like Cormier was going to fight at all. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't just bump the whole card up, right? If you got two belts on the line, you got to put one of those guys in as the main event. So I'm glad Misha gets the shot at. I'm glad Misha and uh, Amanda Nunez get the shot at that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that, that's a groundbreaking thick deal right there. I think this is going to be the that first is. ladies main event without Ronda Rousey, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah. So that's good stuff. And good. That's good stuff. Yeah, man, that's great. Good. Hey, good for Misha Tate and good for Amanda Nunez. That's just gonna, if anything, that's just gonna propel them further into their careers, right? Especially Misha, Definitely. she deserves that spotlight. And dubious news to come out of uh, USC 200, aside from the John Jones news, our uh, <laughs> good, our good uh, buffet brother, Johnny Hendricks, missed weight again. Come on, Johnny. He missed weight again. Look, all I got to say is, I love my French fries, but Jesus, you know, I know when to lay off. You know what I mean? I mean, come on, man. God. You know, I don't understand why he has so much trouble making. He does because, I mean, there's there's quite a few guys that are welterweight that are bigger than he is. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, you know, I mean, the guy's on, guy's on the all-carb diet. You know, I, I've been on, I've been on the all carb diet for a couple of years now, and I can say it's never <laughs> let me down. I've consistently uh, kept the weight on, <laughs> and haven't been able to lose any. So, right. But uh, you know, he can't, he can't, uh, he can't blame Mike Dulce for this, I guess. <laughs> is is that who we blamed last time, Mike Dulce? It's at one one of the times. I don't remember if it was the the last one or not. But uh, yeah, they they blamed him. Then he blamed. I think he blamed another nutritionist for having him eat too much or something. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you can't make the weight safely. You know what? If you can't make yeah. the weight safely, and then also if you can't make it professionally, you're right. in the wrong weight class, man. Yeah, just move up. Hey, you can eat a little bit more, right? You can be happy. You know what I mean? Just put on a few extra pounds. You'll be good. Uh, you know, I don't know how much he missed it by, but, I mean, it's what his set, It's what is it? His, his third or fourth time missing weight, isn't it? Yeah, it Third is. time at least. He's reaching Anthony Johnson territory without question. Yeah. Anthony Johnson just got smart and was like, yeah, well, I'm tired of cutting from 1 million pounds down to 170. Why don't I just fight at heavyweight or light heavyweight? <laughs> yeah. I never could figure out Anthony Johnson, man. Anthony Johnson was just huge, and I just didn't get why he just didn't fight up. It didn't make any sense to me because he's still big, even even at the weight he's at now. Exactly. That's what I was just going to say. He's at, at 205. He's still a monster. Yeah. I got to think Johnny Hendricks walks around at, at least 200 pounds, right? Which means he could make yeah. 85 and probably be a force to reckon with at a lean, strong, healthy 85. 
Mm-hmm. The power would still be there. Yeah. The power would be there. You know, he he'd he'd be healthy. He wouldn't have to worry about gassing out. He'd probably be able to take a better shot. You know, if he got hit. I mean, just I think a lot of things would come into play for Johnny Hendricks if he went up and wait. So, if there's any indication of how deep this UFC 200 card is, and and I think this is probably the greatest card that they've ever put together. The very first fight on the preliminary card is Jim Miller and Takanori Gomi. Oh, my God. That's on the preliminary card. That's the very first fight of the night. Are you kidding me right now? Jim Miller and Takanori Gomi. Now, is that... Is that the preliminary card that's on TV, or is that the fight pass oh, preliminary card? Oh, that's fight pass. That's fight pass. Oh, that's so awesome. That so is you so got, awesome. You got that on fight pass. You got Musasi and Thiago Santos on fight pass. And you got Diego nice. Sanchez and Joe Lazon on fight oh pass. Oh, my God. That card could have been. That card alone. That card alone is a fight night. Yeah, that could have been a fight night, easy. Yeah, that could have been a TV fight night right there. That, just the fight past prelims alone. God, that's ridiculous. And I, I did, I bit the bullet, and I went ahead and got that. So I'll probably be watching those fights. Yeah, and we'll have to, uh, we'll have to uh, let you give a little review of it maybe on a Sunday. Yeah, I'd like to know no, what you think cool. about it, how much of the content you get into it, and if you think it's worth it. Yeah, you might, definitely. You might definitely. sell me on that thing. Yeah, but then, absolutely. And then if you look at the preliminary card that's going to be on TV, you got yeah. Sage Northcutt and Enrique Marine. You got TJ okay. Dillashaw and Rafael Asensio. You got Johnny yeah. Hendricks, Kevin Gosselum, and then you got Kat Zingana and Julia, Juliana Pena. That's another yeah. fight night card right there. That is. That is. Kat Zingano and Juliana Pena is going to be an awesome fight by itself. That's going to be, uh, that's going to be, pretty, that's going to be pretty amazing. I, I'm, I'm actually excited probably. That's why I'm most excited about that fight. Yeah, that's a really good matchup, and I think it's a good – uh, a good step up in competition for Juliana Pena. A lot of people have thought that she was uh, deserving of being in that top two or three, and uh, she's yeah. going to get number three, Casnagano, and uh, we're going to see where she really stands. Oh that's yeah, for sure. Those two are going to scrap. That's going to be a uh, that's going to be a great fight to watch. I can't wait. And then, of course, it brings us to the main event. We'll make our picks, or not the main event, but the main card. We'll make our picks on uh, the main card as we close it out. But just looking top to bottom on the main card, another instance where any one of these five fights, main event of pay-per-view. Any one of them at any given moment, main event of pay-per-view. Absolutely crazy. So if if any card... Has ever been worth fifty nine ninety nine or however much it is nowadays. This is probably it. Um, yeah, definitely. So they're kicking the show off. 
Cain Velasquez, Travis Brown. Um, awesome Cain Velasquez, fight. we know he's yeah, great fight. Cain Velasquez coming back from the injuries. Travis Brown trying to look like trying to get back on a roll. Who do you like in this fight? Uh, Kane hasn't had the greatest track record of coming back after injuries, but I'm going to go with Kane Velasquez on this one. Um, I think his relentless push probably gets him there. Yeah, that, that's going to, that's going to do it for me too. I think if Kane Velasquez comes back and the cardio's there and the moving, the, the, the just pressing forward is there, he's going to get the he's going to get the win. But if it's not there, I think Travis Brown's going to pick us apart. Jose Aldo, Frankie Edgar, who do you like on that one? I'm taking Frankie Edgar because I think this is Frankie Edgar's time, man. I think it's I think he's it's his due. I'll go on the record once again as saying that I think either one of these guys can beat Conor McGregor, even though Jose Aldo's already lost to him once in devastating fashion. Um, but uh, you know I've gone back and forth on this one. And, uh, man, I, I'm going to have to stick with Jose Aldo, edging out the decision. Um, Daniel Cormier, Anderson Silva. I got Daniel Cormier. Where are you at on that one? I'm going to pick Anderson Silva just because I'm an underdog guy. I would love to see Anderson <laughs> Silva win. That would be phenomenal. Um, yeah, I would love to see him make one more run of the title. The big one, the Absolutely. big guys, Brock Lesnar, Mark Hunt. Man, Mark I want to pick Brock Hunt. I want to pick Mark Hunt really bad, but I'm going to go with Brock Lesnar. I'm going to take I'm going to take Hunt on that one. And then the uh, the big one, the women's women's title, Misha Tate, Amanda Nunes. I'm going to go with Misha Tate. I'm going to go with Misha Tate also. I'm going to go with Great Misha Tate also. I'm a, hu- I'm a huge fan. I can't wait. It's, a, it's going to be a, a big night. Don't forget, check us out. We'll be back Sunday to talk about it right here on Blog Talk Radio. We're done.